Welcome to the Warning Track Power Hour. I'm Andrew Scaff. He's Mike Foreman. Today we're going to recap the NFL's 2014 action, update our betting competition, talk a little bit about the World Cup, and then get into the NFL's Week 15 preview. We'll start where we've been starting the last several weeks with Week 14 in the NFL. Mike, what was most interesting to you from the stories? Was it Baker Mayfield's surprise while well, signing and then <laughs> winning a game within 48 hours. Uh, the first 26 minutes of the Chiefs game, but not the last 34 minutes uh, or something else entirely. What uh, would you find most interesting? I think those two stories were very interesting, kind of uh, bookending the weekend. I guess there was the Monday night game, um, but or, or, uh, or, or Brock, Brock Purdy versus uh, Brock Purdy doing well. We knew, well, we knew, I think we knew Brock Purdy was going to do well. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we talked about his stats compared to uh, Trey Lance's stats. Uh, Purdy was a mark of consistency and uh, of, of pretty good and, you know, to quite good college play for four years. Um, mm-hmm. Lance was a flush in the pan, it seemed like, and hasn't really done uh, much in the pros even before he was hurt. Uh, Purdy, I think, has had better games than Lance has. He's had he he, he threw levels. he threw I think he threw two, two uh, I think the longest um, touchdown pass for the 49ers this season was 25 yards uh, Ooh, by wow. Garoppolo, and Purdy had two that were more than that in <laughs> the game against the Buccaneers. So that that was interesting. I think. Um, a lot of the quarterback injuries were interesting. Oh yeah, with um, and, and maybe Pickett got hurt. Huntley got hurt. Howard Murray got hurt. Russell Wilson got hurt. Um, I'm sure there were other. I, I can't. Yeah, uh, Mariota was benched. I guess Mariota was has been benched for a team that's really actually maybe competing for the playoffs, which mm-hmm. seems strange because like. Especially They're only Tampa's one game behind struggles. Tampa. Yeah. And I think if they, if, uh, I think they can, I think they control their own destiny. If they went out, they're going to um, pretty much have it because they'll, they'll beat Buccaneers again. I think they already have the tiebreaker over, over Tampa Bay. And yeah, which, which, who seems to be kind of going, in, um, you know, circling the drain almost. But somebody has to win the, uh, NFC South, but no, apparently um, Mariota. Well, maybe maybe to, to signify Tampa's decline, it's it's brought me into town since I am currently in Tampa. What? Uh, how, how is the work? Event. How is Tampa? Is, is the weather nice? Uh, it is. Uh, it was about seventy-five degrees here during the day. It was a. It was. I found it. It was like thirty-five and raining in Kansas City. So I guess I made a decent choice for <laughs> weather. Weather timing, nice. at least. Anyway. But uh, you got away. Just like apparently, I just read that Mariota has left the Falcons today. Oh, just left. Yeah, he is not playing. Um, I was. Yeah. I saw a, a story where they might play. Just place money uh, injured reserve for the last oh. four weeks of the season. Wow. Um, or, yeah, he's just, uh, he just left. I think he was really upset, I guess, about being benched to uh, Desmond Ritter um, 
Ritter is a rookie. Let's 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 check out uh, Desmond Ritter. Do you uh, know anything about him? I I just knew that his name was Ritter. <laughs> thus yeah. thus concludes yeah. the information. I remember I, I remember he played he played for Cincinnati. Okay. Um, and and so uh, the the University of Cincinnati and Cincinnati's football program has been really um, really uh, good. Uh, lately, uh, um, Luke Fickle, I think uh, he got he took the job at Wisconsin, right? At the Cincinnati coach, I think so. Yeah. So he's he yeah he yeah he went to uh, uh, Wisconsin who fired their coach uh, earlier this year. Um, but uh, Desmond Ritter. Was a four-year start, uh, a four-year starter, basically for Cincinnati. He threw for over three thousand yards his senior year, thirty touchdowns, eight interceptions. I think he was drafted in the fifth round this year. Uh, and, you know his stats look somewhat similar, but actually a little worse. Um, mm. on per, uh, So yeah, it's a little, um, a little strange. He's he's a little taller. He's six three. He ran for quite a few yards. He ran for um, uh, average more than more than five hundred yards a year. Uh, in his junior year, he had twelve touchdown runs. Hmm. So he's yeah, he was a uh, he uh, he was rated the fourth best quarterback in the twenty twenty two draft by most people I see, which isn't saying a whole lot because 2022 draft was not thought to have a lot of great quarterback prospects. Kenny Pickett was number one and yeah. Malik Willis was number two and that was that was seen as pretty lackluster. And it seems like uh, Purdy might be uh, just as good as any of those people, although he's, in, he's maybe in a better situation. Than right. Purdy. And he doesn't have, there's not a whole lot of pressure on it. pretty much however he does is going to be fine, right? Unless it's absolutely awful, but. I, I guess it's still possible that San Francisco could collapse and miss the playoffs. So if that happened while Purdy was quarterback, that would, wouldn't be good, but it doesn't seem like. Right. But I, don't think, really I think that, that would not be like, um, Anything worse than what they would expect if they had no quarterback at all, right? So, um, and I went to uh, Debo Samuel was injured, I guess, in that game. Too. Debo Samuel got hurt, yeah. Although he, um, I think, is not, it's not thought of to be as serious as it looks. So he might, he might okay. make it, they thought maybe like a torn ACL or something. He just had like an ankle and a sprain and knee. So, so that's, yeah, the 49ers, I think, if he had asked the 49ers how they would do if, both Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt at the beginning. Yeah, asked them at the beginning of the season. Um, I think they, 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 I think they have to be thrilled about the way their team is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, in, yeah, those in, injuries have been have been rampant, and that kind of led to Baker Mayfield's signing with the Rams. What do you think of that uh, Baker Mayfield game? 
I mean, that's pretty impressive to like not really have familiarity with your team at all and or the playbook and come in and win. I think it says a lot about him personally. I'm curious to see what happens as he learns the playbook and, and uh, McVeigh's way that he'll try to handle him. It's like maybe just turn him loose, let him do whatever he wants and don't even worry about a playbook, just throw it away. Yeah, maybe let him wing it every every week and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it's I one of those... that that'd be a fun rest of the year, right? <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I like the yeah. I one of the bets I was considering making for next week was I did I ended up not doing, but was the uh, Packers at home against the Rams. Packers are favored by seven, and I think that seems a little bit high given the fact that the Rams one uh against the raiders they actually played the chiefs fairly tough mm-hmm. and in the last couple of weeks so i don't I, you know they are the super bowl champions of last year so it's not like their their roster is just zero you know they mm-hmm. lost um um you know they lost stafford they lost cooper cup they don't have um you know so some of the some of the uh, running backs they had last year, they don't have um, yeah. Odell Beckham anymore. But you know, they're still a pretty good team from top to bottom. At least they sh- seems like they would have to be. So they're yeah. I don't. I those, the Packers are. I don't know how they're favored by seven over any <laughs> team given, yeah. given the season they've had. Um, what did you think about the Chiefs? Yeah, maybe that can maybe that can kind of segue into our into our betting. I bet yeah. uh, uh, betting recap. I, I um, first twenty five minutes were fantastic. Yeah, they were up twenty seven to nothing. Yeah, I thought they settled for field goals too oh, much early. early. For sure. uh, they sh- they were only up six nothing when I think at least one of those could have been a touchdown, and then. They had the then Mahomes had a couple really good series, and Willie Gay made that fantastic interception. The, and then the uh, underhand was, touchdown pass. Yeah, the underhand I mean, touchdown pass was one of I think Mahomes' best plays. Usually, he does those underhand touchdowns, um, weird touches by the goal line. So like, there's no catch and run with it. And this time, right. McKinnon ran about sixty yards. It was uh, it wasn't a quarterback pass that was a, a no-look basketball pass though was it not from watching yeah it, it looked like it looked like something magic johnson yeah <laughs> it had nothing it had it wasn't i mean it wasn't thrown like a football thrown it's no it, it was, was very kind much of thrown, under um sort of a shovel body yeah that's that's yeah. what you would do in basketball not a, a was, point guard would have delivered that with the same kind of zip on it too like it was but, uh, it was great yeah, but it was somewhat indicative of, of the way the Chiefs play and the way mm-hmm. that the the offense is, is uh, the plays are called for the offense. Yeah. It seems like first and second down are wasted, at least I'd say majority of the time. And then we have to think, okay, we'll just let Mahomes do something crazy on third down and we'll move the chains. And that yeah. seems to be what happened every time uh, in the first half. Then Mahomes wasn't able to do that. He threw some interceptions and the Chiefs couldn't, you know, score if if 
you know, if Mahomes was not uh, magical on on third down, mm-hmm. I don't, and I, I don't remember how many of those interceptions. The the, the, all, the I think all the interceptions might have come on third down. I'm not I'm not sure. That sounds uh, right. At least two of them, and and it's like one of those things where they're constantly third and five, third and six, third and eight, third and eleven, right. because they you know had a you know it doesn't seem like there are any easy passes that the offense has gotten lately i and then they run it on second and long which is dumb because then usually it's still going to be third and medium to long and if it's sometimes longer yeah if it's second if it's second and long give mahomes two chances to get a first down Mm -hmm. rather than just one chance to get a first down uh when it's you know third and eight and you know but you know the chiefs did run the ball well at times but mm-hmm. it seemed it seemed like when they in the second you know when they when they needed to run the ball well they would only get three or four yards at the most and yeah it wasn't yeah mckinnon had some good runs early in the uh in the first half he he kind of bailed the chiefs out with his receiving Pacheco ended up sealing the game but it was like the, you know, it was one of those things where the chiefs also they tried not to score at the end, trying to like, intentionally uh-huh. limited their limited their offense to to uh, run the clock out. Where you know if they had just scored another touchdown, that also would have sealed a victory. You don't have yeah. to run the clock out. It's like a, it's like this idea. Well, if we have the ball last, the other team can't win. But like right. if you're up by if you're up by if you're up by 13 points with a minute left, you know that's just They're as good as. Trying to like only get first downs from running, or it's 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 a it's an it's it's a I, I'm baffled sometimes by the way um, the offense is run with um, I don't know who's calling the plays whether it's the enemy or Reed, but you know if you look at the um, I don't know if you read Arrowhead Pride, you read Arrowhead Pride occasionally, not not religiously like some like somebody else. Oh, the Arrowhead Pride. Like people, they all think that she right. should run the ball more because Mahomes, they think he is um, selfish and playing hero ball. But I don't see that. I, I see that as a necessity to keep the offense moving, and that's the only thing that really does it consistently. Is when I mean, Mahomes just look at the number of receivers he throws to. It's not hero ball at all. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like that's, he, that's he, completely ridiculous. It says he like wants to pad his stats and and things like that. I don't I don't see any of that. I just but he's not forcing that. passes into receivers. He's either he's throwing it to guys that he can get that he can hit, or he's throwing it away, or he's running running it for exactly enough yardage to get what he has to happen as a first down. That's 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 like all he's doing. Yeah, I think it's I I I, I just didn't I don't understand the narrative. I guess it's just a lot of. I, Airhead, Airhead Pride um, commentators are not as smart as a whole as the Royals Review uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. comment makers, and I think that, uh, that it, just football versus baseball is just kind of. I think it's well. I think because football is more generally popular yeah. now, and baseball is sort of a niche sport, and yeah. so it, it if you're gonna like be really into baseball and, and comment on a message board, you're probably pretty smart about it. More informed, at least. Anyway. Yeah, but football. Yeah, anybody, any drunk guy can yell at the TV, and um, 
but yeah, it's it's one of yeah. I don't I don't I think Mahomes is really being asked to do too much sometimes for the offense, and that's I think that's what happened on against Denver, and you know I think I don't know why the play calling isn't you know why why aren't receivers ever open for the Chiefs? They are. I mean, they are sometimes, but they aren't. And when they are open, they Mahomes tends to find them, and the plays look very easy. I mean, the last touchdown pass that he threw in the first half, maybe, was the one where he like you know ran around to stay yeah, open, yeah. and then he came. He had to run into like a about to be hit by three different players to throw a very nice soft toss pass to a person who's wide open in the end zone, but. I mean, he, was he had to wait. He had open. to wait like he had to wait like nine <laughs> seconds to get somebody that wide open. Where, yeah. like, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow just throws to open Jamar He's Chase and T time. Higgins all the time. Like they run slants and they're open and it's an easy pass. And I've, well, I, think I haven't. The difference to me seems to be that the Chiefs get nit- nitpicked on penalties constantly, and it doesn't seem that it's called the same way on both sides. <laughs> yeah, there were me. a couple of those instances. I thought I thought the pass interference no call against um I think Justin Watson in the end zone in the first half versus mm-hmm. the big long uh pass interference by uh McDuffie against I think it was, was a Judy, I think it was against Judy. Who, in who the, with a certain crews may have been ejected early in that game uh before he had any touchdown back catches. But yeah, I saw three. I I missed that. Uh, I I missed the whole thing. I I saw him taking his helmet off, uh, like getting mad while he's going to the sideline. But yeah. I didn't. I thought that was trying to like r- like rile Denver up, where it appears that he was just angry about some supposedly missed call by the referee. One of the ref- by the and he and he bumped into one of the mm-hmm. um, officials. But, uh, just taking your helmet off is supposed to. A flag because he took it off on the yeah. field. And he walked all the way across the field without a helmet on. That's yeah. supposed to be flagged every time. Yeah, he he maybe he maybe crossed the other hash mark and but it was like he had like at least a third of the field that he walked yeah. across and like yeah and then he like came back and bumped into one of the field, not just leaving to the sideline but and then he bumped into one of the guys he was uh, officials he was yelling at. And I saw the Broncos, some of the other Broncos guys tried to hustle him away. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I, I'm, I'm really surprised at least a, a flag wasn't thrown. I think I, I read somewhere that it seems like the Broncos are going to get um, fined or Judy's going to get a big fine. But that well, seems I mean, somewhat. What that? Who cares? Too, I'm like the Chiefs were, like they were already, you know, cheated out of something in some way by, you know, officiating. Uh, it's a little bit like the last week, the week before against the Bengals, where um, I think it was Jesse Bates just fell down, and and right. because he wanted his team to be able to substitute against the Chiefs in the goal line, yeah. and it was an obvious fake injury, but right. no penalty was called for um, anything. Yeah, and the, the Bengals ended up getting a I saw, I saw a headline that there were like three players fined for fake injuries last week. I didn't know if that was why. I assumed that was one of them, but I didn't didn't yeah, actually the, look to verify. The it. Bengals were fined fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. Or um, the safety Jesse Bates was was filed, fined fifty thousand dollars. Apparently, there had actually even been a um, memo sent 
to the teams by the NFL like the day or two before warning against that practice. Really? And still the, they did that, which, you know, it makes sense. And I guess it makes sense. You want to slow the game down, but it's, you don't want to, you don't want things to turn into, turn into soccer where it's just, right. you know, flop after flop. And. Right. Well, just asking for the reps to do something when it's not trying, they're not like trying to actually win the game or win the battle or win, you know, whatever it is they're trying to actually do win that play it's like they're just trying to get the officials to do something and that's not part of the game it's yeah like i, I don't like the mentality of trying to draw a charge basketball it's like yeah just I... stop stop the other player from scoring like don't try to get the officials to get you out of the situation like just get out of the situation right is that yeah is that supposed to be the sporting well part it's of it's it's the thing that people who are weaker people want to use whatever they can to the weak, you know, the weaker opponent needs to somehow keep themselves in the game. If they just played the right way, they would get blown out. So they need to like, you know, find every other advantage. Like that that pass interference penalty against McDuffie was a little like that. With the pass was woefully underthrown. Yeah, it wasn't going to be catchable, but because be Judy kind of for that. ran back into him. But, but the Chiefs don't get that call though. When they when when it's on mm-hmm. them, it seems like I I, I can't remember a, a PI. That's been drawn like that. I, I, there have been some pass interference penalties that the Chiefs have benefited from, but they've all been like, "Oh, the defender got there too early, or was holding them while they were Somewhere running back they along the line." They haven't gotten any of those underthrow um, penalties lately. They did one. I think they had one in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. Uh, Kelsey did, but that, that's um, it's been a long time. It seems like that. I, it's like, well, it is. I'm sure maybe they've had. It is relatively rare that Mahomes underthrows someone very badly, but there are lots of pretty bad quarterbacks that get those calls because they're bad. I don't think they should be rewarding players yeah, for I think, being I think, bad. I think half of Miami's offense with Tua is underthrowing Tyreek Hill and hoping Tyreek can make a catch, or if not, uh, he'll, he'll get a, a pass interference call on him. Right. And I think it seems like the, the, the Dolphins are losing a little bit. Yeah, uh, running out of that luck. Um, we can talk about the game a little bit, um, but we can talk about the, again, the Chiefs. I, I I picked the Chiefs for my uh, first uh, one of my bets this week, and they were favored by nine and a half, up twenty-seven nothing. I thought I was cruising, and they had to really scrape and hold on, and they only won by six. So that was the, that was one I missed. Um, I did like the you messaged me during that game and asked if I was starting to feel sorry for the Broncos. When they were down twenty seven to nothing, and do you yeah. remember what my response was though? He said never. He, he said no. I can't remember exactly what it what it, what you said, but it was it was emphatic and no. And then, and then the Broncos, I guess the the <laughs> officials and maybe the Chiefs as well started feeling sorry for the Broncos. Yeah. And I don't know. I just turned around. I, I believe I said it. If it was ninety to nothing, I would consider it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe was what I messaged. Yeah, the Broncos really, really kind of woke up when they had those interceptions. The defense couldn't stop them, and then the Chiefs' offense. You know, it was like one of the, again. Like, let's make you know, let's run through a lot of you know, two short runs, third and eight, try mm-hmm. to make uh, Mahomes uh, throw a first, you know, throw a first down. If he doesn't, we'll just punt, and that's yeah. kind of what happened in the second half. They did you know, win. Done. It still mm-hmm. counts as a win in the column, right? So but it was uh, not maybe not as 
maybe I'm, I'm more frustrated. We were hoping for. I'm more frustrated because I got they lost the bet because of that. And it right. would have I would have been three now in the week had yeah that come through. So I had I think I had a good week, but it should have been better, and that's what right. I was, um, about. Well, how did your first bet go? Uh, my first bet was not so great. It was the uh, I had the Buffalo minus nine and a half uh, at home against the Jets. And I was done in by my own favorite scoring play, the safety. Wasted uh, on your own petard. Yes. My own safety petard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do, do, exactly. Do, you know what that, do you know what that expression means? Or what, 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 what a petard and wasted? <laughs> I I have known in the past, but uh, you will explain it better than me. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's from Hamlet, and it's basically a um, bomb maker. A petard is a type of bomb. A bomb maker mm-hmm. blown up. A blown up by his own bomb is what. Uh, well, then my understanding of it was wrong. Actually, so that's fine. It's it's basically you're you're destroyed by your own um, your own doing, your own or yeah. or the thing that you love the most. And yeah, our, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a um, perfect, you know, poetic justice type of um, thing. But yeah, that that safety. It seemed like the um, the game was close at the close for a while, and then it seemed like the Jets were. I mean, the, the Bills well, were wasn't much scoring. I thought it was gonna the Bills would run it out early and they sort of hold on, but instead I think it was seven to nothing at the half. And the Jets, I mean, and um, the Bills didn't score until the end of the half, even. And it wasn't, uh, I don't think any of it was easy. No. They did, they did get some scoring early in the second half, and they got out to a 20 to 7 lead. And yeah, then uh, a safety and a block punt by the Jets about halfway through the fourth. And then Jets managed to get the field goal late to get it within eight. But yeah, it was not it well was a, not a good a uh, game for the Bills. Really, um, they only had 232 yards of total offense. The Jets at the Jets outgained them three, the 309 to 232. Josh Allen only threw for 147 yards on 27 pass attempts. Uh, he did get a touchdown pass, and he had a running touchdown. But the offense, or it seems like the Jets' offense really knows how to play against Buffalo. They beat Buffalo. They beat Buffalo at New York, and they played pretty close. I think if um, White hadn't been hurt, uh, Flacco came in at the end. Maybe he would have been closer, but yeah, he's another quarterback that got injured. I think he's thought to be day to day, so I don't know if he's going to come back next week. Um, yeah, so I yeah you only they only won by you missed that one by uh, two points or one and a half points. They only one won and by a half. Yeah, eight. the safety did me in. The safety, yeah. How about how was your second pick? My sec my second bet was better. Um, my second bet was Dallas against uh, the Houston Texans. Oh, Dallas was favored. Dallas, yeah, it was a huge spread. Dallas was favored by 17. I think I saw it go up even um, after I made my bet, like 17 and a half or 18. Wow. And um, the, in Houston almost won the game. I, I, I was thinking before, and you know, 
Dallas really rolled over Indianapolis. They probably would maybe overlook the Texans and not, or just at least not care and only win by 10 or something like that. But the Texans all, it was 27, 23, it was 23 to 20 at one point. So it seemed like the Texans were going to take it. I also thought maybe the Texans being from Texas, just like Dallas, maybe wanted a little bit of a statement to say, you know, we're, you know, we're not just a team that nobody cares about in Texas. You know, we want to be able to have bragging rights or something like that. You know, we only have one win this year, so at least we might as well go after the, um, the Cowboys and they almost did it, but I, you know, I didn't care. They, they covered. So, uh, I won that, I, I won that one for, for, for fairly handily. It seemed like fairly early yeah. going, unless there was another fourth quarter, like the Colts, uh, quarter where they turned the ball over and it turned to 35,000 points. I was, I was sitting pretty. So I was, I was happy with the, um, Texans Cowboys. Again, I was thinking I, I made the right bet on all, on all three games, but the chiefs were the ones that let me down because they were way ahead and it should have been. Uh, I think I should have been three and two, but the well, Bills underperformed and the Seahawks laid a total egg uh, and still had a chance, uh, but then blew that chance later too. Uh, they were, the Seahawks were favored three and a half points. They were again at home at against Carolina. And yeah, uh, there's, it seems like there's no reason that um, that they should be losing to Carolina. They're in uh, Seattle's in a position to be, you know, make, you know, put more, you know, solid, uh, you know, plans on their, on their uh, playoff aspirations and then uh, lose to a, a team with a losing record. And it doesn't really make sense at home. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. And they're playing, out, yeah, Carol, you think Carolina, well, they're just playing out the season. You know, they want to see who they have. They're, they have an interim coach. They're not, you know, who knows what is going to happen next year. And they're on the road across the country. You think that see, this is a game that Seattle really needs because they're playing against the 49ers next week. They're playing against the Chiefs the week after that. They need to get in the playoffs. They have so to this, have that win. This is a game that they need to win. And, and you know, they have, I guess they, some of their running backs were hurt, but it was a, yeah, I was I was really that was one of the more surprising results. But their their primary running back wasn't like the starting court running back at the beginning of the year, even like he's kind of taken the spot that the season's developed. And yeah. So he was a high draft pick though, I think, and he yeah. was hurt. So I think he was, he was, it was the good, plan. But he wasn't he wasn't um supposed to be the number one guy at the beginning anyway. They, they I think they were hoping that he would take it, but yeah, Rashad Penny got hurt into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a but but Seattle had been playing. You know, they had really a great well. start. They had a great start. They were they were six and three at one point. Now they've lost three out of the last four, so they're only seven and six. Mm-hmm. And and now they, that now that um they've let me down this week, uh I'll be betting against them probably the rest of the year. <laughs> just out of spite <laughs> yeah it was I'm gonna check on the uh the box score Sam Darnold had 120 yards passing the impressive the team however had 234 yards 223 yards rushing that's a lot of rushing yards mm-hmm. um Nobody had a hundred though. It was a it was a balanced spread. 
phishing attack. Oh, what, the, what made me more upset too was that I'd uh, seen an article right before the game too that that uh, said that uh, Tony Jones Jr. was going to be starting for Seattle at running back, and then he didn't get a carry until the fourth quarter. So, I, I, but I'd already picked him up for my daily fantasy <laughs> team because I was like, well, he's going to be the starting running back. Uh, for Seattle, so he's going to get yards, right? Yeah, At least opportunities to get yards. He got two yards. He got, he got two yards points. on a single carry. And I wasn't. I don't think it was until the fourth quarter. Why <laughs> Seattle? Now I'm mad. Yeah, um, like two interceptions by Geno Smith too. So it was. I guess yeah, that was doesn't help. Didn't help, and there were no turnovers by the. But it's what, and I think there's a turnover on Downs, but they couldn't get in. in uh, across the goal line, so it was. Yeah, it, Seattle isn't a, isn't a great team. They need everything going right to win, and it's it's a kind of the opposite of the Chiefs. The Chiefs, unless they're playing a really 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 good team, can have a lot of things go wrong and still yeah. win, and or at least be in it with a chance to win. Right? You know, they 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 turn the ball over much. I think I think they're minus six this year in the turnover. Chiefs, yeah, they are now. Turnover differential, and you know they only lost three games. So, you know, it's like the you know the some teams like that are good, like the Eagles. They're way up in the um, plus minus. I think um, the announcers in the game said that uh, the Chiefs had the worst plus minus of all the playoff teams. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're fifth. Yeah, so here we are. The Chiefs are fourth worst. It says minus five. Yeah. Oh, it says minus five here. They were plus minus six. They got that late interception. They did have two interceptions, yeah. Yeah. And so they only went minus two in the game. Yeah. Yeah, they threw three picks, they got two interceptions, yeah. So they went minus one. Was there a fumble to the Chiefs had? I don't I don't think so. I think so. I think there was minus one. But the only teams that are worse are the Rams, Saints, and Colts. And Philadelphia is plus 14. Yeah. Dallas, uh, Baltimore is plus nine. Dallas plus eight. Minnesota plus six. San Francisco plus six. So those are all playoff teams. The Minnesota is, you know, that's what's keeping them in games is, you know, they win close games in, those, in the turnovers. You know, they, they lost, you know, to the, um, Lions last week. Yeah, Jacksonville is surprisingly plus five. Yeah, <laughs> the only yeah the Chiefs are way down. Yeah, they're they're the worst of the playoff. Of the playoffs. Yeah. How how are the Chargers? The Chargers are I think plus three, plus four, and now plus. Plus four. They've had 17 takeaways, only 13 giveaways. Uh, the Chiefs have only turned the ball over 19 times, but the offense is, is has only um, gotten 14 takeaways. So it's one of those things where sometimes I think sometimes that, that turnover luck is just luck, and that's why the team does, and that's why a team does well. Where I think. It proves sort of that the Chiefs are legitimately good, that they don't need to win the turnover mm-hmm. battle to uh, win the game. It, so it'll be interesting. I'd like to see uh, a game where Philadelphia 
turns the ball over a lot and still wins. Yeah. Like they, the, the one game they played against um, Washington where they had some turnovers, they lost. So if if turnover luck doesn't follow them, I'm not sure how well they'll do. Um, now, how still, cool was the uh, the Willie Gay interception return for a touchdown? It was awesome. Yeah, that back. stiff arm against uh, Wilson. That was pretty cool. But he did. He had to do so much on that play to make it work because he because he like he jumped the snap count, was right on mm-hmm. the snap, and got into the backfield fast enough that Russell Wilson panicked a bit and went to throw the ball early. But Gay like immediately went back into coverage, tipped the ball to himself, stayed with it, caught it. That's the part Wilson to the ground. And then the easy part was like the 40-yard sprint to the end zone, right? Yeah, because he's pretty fast. Yeah. It was only linemen, I guess, that were nearby. The other, I think the, all the other right. fast guys had gone out in the in the uh pattern and they were 30 yards away when he got the pick. So it was it was a Gay's a fast guy anyway, but it still it was it, it had there been a couple of faster guys closer to the line of scrimmage, maybe it would not have been as easy. Mm-hmm. Um it was yeah, such a but, big effort for one one person to do all of that. I, I was really, I thought it was really amazing though. So that was really, it was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> you're speaking of fun to watch. Uh, you're for you especially, uh, and for people who maybe are um, happy at uh, Buccaneers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the your your third bet went very well. That was that was the one you won. I did give one, yes. That was yes. The uh, Purdy versus Brady. Uh, yeah, San Francisco was favored three and a half points. Tampa and uh, yeah, Purdy played pretty well, and it was uh, it was it was a decent performance, and and uh, yeah, covered relatively easily. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of similarities. It seems like maybe between Purdy and Brady, the way they took over, late round draft picks. Very similar last names, uh, five letters in an ady. There's an R in there, only one vowel, uh, and and they're basically in the some person. And in some in some languages, the B and B and P are interchangeable. Um, I remember uh, when I was in graduate school that um, uh, they, they 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 would say, "Well, you can you can tell where a manuscript is is copied, and if it." Uh, sometimes by the, the letter usage, and in if you can say in Germany, a German Latin manuscript oftentimes would mix up the B's and the P's. Uh, mm. So that was uh, so they are they are Purdy and Brady are are, are very are very close, um, and but they weren't close in the game uh, on Sunday. What was the final? Thirty-five. Thirty-five to seven. I think seven? I think there was a. Late touchdown by the Buccaneers that avoided the shutout, but yeah, that was a that was one that was clear sailing for you the whole way. The, unlike the, unlike the Chiefs, the the Forty Niners were able to hold on to their big lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my third pick also went pretty well. Um, I was a little surprised that the Chargers were home underdogs against the Dolphins, who had the previous week gone to San Francisco and lost. This week they're going. I don't remember if they stayed up, stayed in California or if they went back twice. But mm. Two West Coast games for um, Miami, and I think Miami maybe is getting a little bit run down as the season has gone on. And the Chargers really needed a win for their playoff hopes, especially after losing to the uh, 
Who did they lose to last week? It was the Raiders. Yeah. Who was that? I want to say it was. Um, yeah, they lost to the Raiders, 27 20. Okay. And, you know, they really needed to win. It was also a, maybe a grudge match between uh, Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa because they were uh, in both in the 2020. NFL draft. Um, Tua was taken fifth overall and Herbert was taken sixth. A couple of years ago, we had, um, we were talking about quarterback situations and, and we had, I think we both agreed that it seemed like Herbert was a better choice. Even mm. his, his college stats, his um, size, his arm strength, very high Wunderlich score, I think, as well. And Injury history. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, um, Neither neither team neither quarterback has gone to the playoffs yet. But I would which which quarterback would you rather have? Would you rather have Hurts or I mean, would you rather I'm not even tackle below or Herbert? Um, uh, Herbert. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. really. I mean, I think Herbert would like to have two as receivers. <laughs> would be my assumption, but I, even uh, right, well, Herbert has pretty good receivers, but they're hurt. He's not that's, not that's bad. His, They've been they seem to be problem. injured a lot though. Yeah, uh, Keenan Allen, Mike, yeah. Mike Williams was healthy this game, so he had a huge mm-hmm. game. So, and then a two can't throw the ball far enough for Tyreek Hill to get it. Uh, Hill had to uh, improvise on one of his touchdowns where he got that weird fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see yeah. that play? It was like yeah. a big pile, and like somehow the ball squared out and it was right in the Tyreek's hands, and he just yeah. like he took this like long route, long loop around the. Uh, Exactly um, as it was built up, Mike. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and yeah, otherwise the, the Chargers defense really held um, Miami in check, and there yeah, there was a plus three uh, Chargers, and they ended up winning by six. So that was a comfortable win for me. Nine so point two and one. You're one and two. What, where does that leave us on the season? Well, because of that one push, we retain a slimmest of margins possible in the overall uh you're you were now uh 17 22 no no sorry 19 and 23 19 and 23 yeah minus We've 400 had... for the year and uh i'm 19 and 22 and one minus 300 dollars minus 300 dollars so in that's in 15 weeks so uh, 14 weeks 14 weeks oh yeah this is this is week 15 coming this up. this is yeah, week 15 so. so yeah i've lost so our our per week losses are getting narrower yeah i think i've lost maybe overall. about seven more dollars seven more dollars per week than yeah. you have <laughs> yes yes that's about right seven and like 20 cents or something like that um yeah uh, i guess we'll talk about next week uh in a little bit, but I guess the, the we uh, we talked a little about the World Cup last week, mm-hmm. and our quarterfinal p- predictions were they turned out to be pretty woefully bad. But that was because there were a couple of big upsets that neither of us saw coming. Um, we both had Brazil. I think both of us had Brazil in the final, mm-hmm. and they lost. And Portugal was the other team you had in the final, and they lost 
So um, I lost my, correct both my finals mm -hmm. immediately. Got yeah, it. you did correctly pick Argentina to win. England also lost for you. The only game that won for me was France, and I predicted France to be in the final. So they play Morocco um, tomorrow. We're, we filmed this on Tuesday, even though it's released on a Thursday. So they're, play, they're playing on, on on Wednesday. And it seems like maybe Morocco, they've already beaten Spain and Portugal. They've conquered the Iberian Peninsula. Now they are moving into France. Uh, mm -hmm. And it remains to be seen whether uh, the the French will pull a uh, Charles Martel and win a, a, the Battle of Tours as they did in the year 732 to repel uh, the Moorish uh, invaders, and uh, and that was uh, that was where uh, the, uh, the French the the, the Franks uh, made their made their last uh, stand, and that was that kind of marked the end of the um, Muslim conquest in the in through North Africa and into uh, Southern Europe. Uh, in the eighth century, but um, maybe Mor maybe the uh, Moroccan team is, is looking uh, for payback for that uh, fourteen hundred year old battle. So uh, that's we should assume that is going through each <laughs> and every player's mind during this entire <laughs> tournament. <laughs> what was that part of your uh, dissertation research? It was or... it was it was during the it was during the era of my yeah. I, I I did I did uh, mostly church history, uh, religious figures. So, right. but it was eighth century. So it was, a, it was that same time period. Um, so I thought timing wise, it sounded like pretty close to what I, what I remember. Yeah. Uh, the era, at least anyway, but I, I don't remember yeah. learning any of that in, yeah. in uh, my world history. <laughs> two uh, of, um, in college. Two of the three major people in my dissertation, uh, the Venerable Bede and St. Boniface, uh, both uh, Bede, I think, died in 734, a couple years after the Battle of Boniface in 754. So it was, it was pretty close. They were, they, they were around during that time. They were in England and Germany, but yeah, it was, it was that, it was that period. So, uh, and this is, I'm sure, what uh, yeah, the Moroccans are are very happy about. Morocco also um, bids to host just about every World Cup. And they get denied just about every time too. Out, uh, they were they lost. Um, I think to Qatar, they lost to uh, the United States. So I think you know they're gonna probably lose again for the. Uh, where's the twenty twenty six World Cup gonna be? Have they announced that yet? What's is that the one that's in North America? Oh, I mean, yeah, the 2026 is the, is the um, United States, uh, Mexico, Canada. Where's they announced the 2030 World Cup? That's what I was thinking. Mm, right. I don't think so. I wouldn't have yet, right? That that announcement for the U.S. or the North America hosting is um, was just made like this year. Yeah, they haven't. Um, yeah, Are applications I, even in yet? Or is it? I think they were doing it farther out, but that was because they were just getting bribes earlier. <laughs> and I think FIFA um, <laughs> wants to look a little better, so they aren't, they aren't doing that anymore. But uh, yeah, Mor Morocco has corruption in international <laughs> soccer. <laughs> what? Morocco has made a confirmed bid. No. Uh, also, a lot of um, multinational bids. Uh, 
uh, some South American teams, Uruguay, Argentina, Paraguay, Chile, um, European bid, um, Spain and Portugal, but also Ukraine are together, I guess, supporting Ukraine against Russia, but that's a strange thing. They're not next to each other. You know, Spain and Portugal are, but then yeah, Ukraine. There's a little bit of space between those those countries. And there's also an Egypt, Greece, Saudi Arabia joint bid in 2030. Hmm. Um, and it's you know very very different from Morocco is doing its own, but very different from Qatar, where you know it's like a tiny country and they're having the whole World Cup where. Um, there are going to be more teams. There are going to be um, 48 teams in the next World Cup. Um, mm. So more games are going to be needed and more hosts, probably more cities. So um, I do kind yeah, of like the, the having the multiple countries host. It seems more, it makes it more of an international event, I think, too, if it's not just in one place. But Yeah, I think the last multi-country one was South Korea, Japan in 2002. Hmm. They, yeah, they for a while they had outlawed the joint bids, but um, they're coming back. Uh, but speaking of, we mentioned Argentina. Argentina won their semifinal against the plucky Croatians who had beaten Brazil on penalty kicks, and they won three to zero. And Messi scored a penalty kick goal, and Julian Alvarez scored two goals for. A brace, as it's it's known. Is it, you know where is the word, it known as the brace? It is known as a brace. Yeah, you know where the where, where the word brace comes from. Uh, I have two guesses. I'm assuming they're both going to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> as in, as in the uh, you know some kind of a dental correction, uh, or the um, like suspenders that are not um, elastic. But just um, <laughs> holding your pants up and not like pulling them up, right? Um, yeah, those I, are my I, those are my two guesses. It's possible are those are correct. Those are related somehow, but it, it comes from um, it's like the word embrace. Uh, it comes from the French word for arm, uh, bras, b r a s, and I think maybe it was bras in in um, uh, old French and medieval French and. Uh, the idea was that you know you have two arms, and uh, you would um, you would talk about if you went hunting, you would and you came back with two birds, you would have or two whatever you would you would have a brace because you had one for each arm, mm. and so a goal one for each goal for you know a trophy for each arm. Uh. Um, they actually mentioned brace in I can't remember which Lord of the Rings movies was it movie it was maybe it was. I don't know, it was one of the ones, it was, it was either the uh, Two Towers or um, Return of the King. When, when Sam talked about, it would be nice to have a brace of conies uh, oh. to cook for supper. What, do you know what a coney is? I don't. It's a rabbit. Uh, and so uh, I think Coney Island must have had a lot of rabbits at some point. Is that, is that where that came from? I think. Unless it was named for somebody. Makes sense. Uh, looking, at, looking at Coney Island. I think it was, yeah, was it yeah, it, it, it was, yes, I, I was right. Um, the Dutch settled Manhattan, 
and inhabited Coney Island soon afterward in the, six, in the uh, early 1600s, since the Dutch word for rabbit was conine, K-O-N-I-J-N, the island had a large population of wild rabbits. Uh, where it's where it came from. So was that um, former Royals baseball player Jeff Conine? Was that? Uh, I guess so, probably. Is that the origin of that as well? Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> Spelled differently. Yes, the it is the Americanized form of Dutch Conine, C-O-N-I-J-N, for Middle Dutch rabbit. So it was an occupation. It was a name for a dealer in rabbits, or perhaps somebody who they had an ancestor who looked like a rabbit, maybe uh, large teeth or big ears or something. So <laughs> a rabbit monger. Um, yeah, uh, I also see some people say Conine is a Scottish name from Conan, which means little hound, but I'm not sure if that's the, there's also, I see Conine was a variation of the French word canon, or uh, what we call a canon, which is a type of uh, clergyman. Who it's a, or it'll be a priest. It'll be a priest who lives in a community like a monk. Um, mm. But it seems like probably most priests didn't have a lot of offspring named after them with their last name. <laughs> you know, so I, I I like the Dutch rabbit uh, uh, the best. Origin makes more sense, probably. <laughs> well, uh, so we have we have a final of Argentina against either Morocco or France. Well, should we just go ahead and report? This won't, this won't actually uh, make it on. Uh, this will be edited in time to be out before for us tomorrow's game, but for when this airs yesterday's game. What was the final score? And, uh, and uh, who is in finals, Mike? I'm going to say 2-0 France. So France and Argentina. That seems... Yeah, that seems like. Although Morocco has not allowed a goal yet, and I don't even think they've allowed they allowed a goal in the penalty kicks that they had against Spain. I think Spain got shut out, so there's been no goals scored against. Yeah, the Moroccan defense. So. Yes, yeah, so I, I saw some of the previous game. Uh, where yeah, where Morocco. Yeah, went to penalty kicks, but they like weren't trying really a whole lot uh, offensively, at least anyway. And they get they get a couple interesting sort of yeah you know, down downfield looks, but uh, they don't have the ability to like sustain an offense. It doesn't seem like yeah, yeah they, can, they can take shots and they yeah. can play defense. Yeah, you never know though. So, um, sometimes it's like teams when. Um, Greece was like that uh, when they won the European championships over you can get all the you know, great European teams in like uh, uh, 2004, I think maybe was when they won. Mm. Yeah, 2004. Um, and they beat, it was in Portugal, they beat the Portuguese. So just maybe similar to Morocco beating Portugal uh, last week, Greece. Um, Doing that in 2004, yeah, they, yeah, it was a strange, you know, the way that Greece was going to 
Um, speaking of teams nobody thought would win, should we move on to our bets uh, for next week? For week 15? 15, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, a lot of interesting games week 15, I think, but I I just from I decided to go again. I decided not to bet the Chiefs minus 14 over the Texans, even though I think they could win by that much. It's they don't like a to bit, win by much. a bit stung by the uh not covering in the last time last week. Is that yeah, I think they're four and nine against the spread this year. Sounds right. So um you know they they've not been not the spread. But they don't care. I don't like, but I, I could also see him like winning 37 to three and just mm-hmm. so, but I could also see it being a close game in the Chiefs. So it's, just, it's one of those things. So I'm not doing that. Um, the game I'm picking my first game is uh, the Lions Jets game. The Lions were actually favored at home against the then 10 and two Vikings. And everybody thought, well, what's, what's going on with that? Because it, but obviously the, Odds makers were, were correct there. The, the the Lions are a better team despite their record than um, the Vikings are, and so the Lions are at the Jets this week, and that is a, that is a pick'em game. I don't know if um, Mike White's going to be in there or not, but the Lions have been rolling lately, and so I'm going to go with the Lions as a pick. Five of the last six victories for the Jet for um. For the Lions now? Yeah, and the only game, the only game they lost was a very close game against Buffalo on week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and they could have won that game. Yeah, it was twenty-eight to twenty-five. So, um, yeah, I like the and and it it also the uh, the Lions are looking for a. Uh, playoff berth, and it seems like maybe they will get it. I'm looking at uh, five uh, thirty-eight right now. The Lions currently there have a twenty percent chance of making the playoffs. I think there are two teams ahead of them right now. Yeah, um, so they need to skip over. They, yeah, I, there's three. I think there's three teams that could fall out of it, and that's the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks, Seahawks. are ahead of them. And, and they only have to beat two of those three teams to make it. So it's somewhat likely that two of those teams will take a loss this week because the Giants and the Commanders are playing each other. Yeah, and the Seahawks like, are playing 49ers then too, right? So that's um, it's possible they could be. You know, right tied. on the cusp of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, after just this coming week, should yeah. they manage to handle the Jets? The Giants, yeah, yeah the Giants, um, Commanders, loser will be seven, six, and one. In the uh, you're assuming one team is <laughs> going to lose that game. They've already, they've already <laughs> would, tied. I want to see them both seven, five, and two. I think that would be hilarious, and it would make the tie-breaking uh, procedure. More fair, I think. Like, slightly more difficult, but uh, there, if there's two fair. ties, it's like one. It's like one win and one loss, and then yeah. that would that would that would also, I think, enable the um, Lions to get in more easily because they just you know they could just win out. But it's um, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so I but yeah, I do think the Lions. I like the Lions against the Jets. They have a very Lions have a very strong offense. The Jets 
I think are fading and there's still playoff contention, but um, it's, you know, you know, they seems play pretty like well against them. Seems like their path to the playoffs is harder than maybe the Lions path is. Um, the Jets, according to 538, have a 33% chance of winning. And right. If it was right now, I would think that actually the Lions, I would rather be on the Lions um, if I was if I was betting on them for playoff spots. I think I would rather bet on the Lions than the Jets. Yeah, just because there's so much uncertainty around the Jets, and there are, and there are a lot more teams in the AFC mm-hmm. that can make the playoffs, vying for their spots. And yeah, you have the Patriots. You have, and that's in the uh, division. So yeah, the Patriots, Chargers. Um, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot. I think there are a lot more, a lot of um, better teams in the AFC. It's a much deeper mm-hmm. uh, conference. Yeah, the Chargers, Jets, and Patriots are all kind of fighting for that last spot. Although I guess the Dolphins could be fading too. So maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But two of those four teams are going to be in it. And it's still possible that uh, Jacksonville uh, can come back. Uh, they're five and eight. I think Jacksonville only have, you know, they they will have to be one game up on the Titans because I think the Titans swept the Jaguars. Uh, and the Titans could, they're seven and six. They seem like they're fading too, but they're the, one of the division leaders. So one of those AFC South teams has to win them, I think. Comfortably good. It's still going to be Tennessee. But yeah, what 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 is your what was your first pick? Uh, well, I've already alluded to it uh, earlier today with the uh, my the bad taste in my mouth after the uh, Seahawks poor performance, having bet on them last week, uh, and they are playing at San Francisco as we just mentioned again. Uh, San Francisco is favored by three and a half points. I expect uh, San Francisco to to take that by more than a field goal. So I, I'm taking. Yeah, they're they're Western in now. Seattle, but yes, yeah, San Francisco. Oh, really, is that Seattle? Sorry, yeah. Seattle. San Francisco handily beat Seattle early in the season. I think that was I think that was the game where Lance got hurt and Garoppolo came in. And um, yeah, I think it's it's also a, a a matchup of one of your losses last week versus. Your win last week, and you're going yes. with your win over doubling down on the win, punishing the loss. Exactly, that's a good plan. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I'm. I'm uh, not doing that. I think I've maybe bet on this team one time and one, and that was Jack. That was the Jaguars. I can't remember. I'm, I think I bet on Jaguars at some point this season, as Probably. a. Um, they were as an underdog that was going to cover uh, the points, and maybe it was against Philadelphia. I don't know. It was one of the, it was a it was a game where they were a, a pretty solid underdog. Yeah. If I was at my also, desk right now, I have the whole list, but I, it's, I'm you know not anywhere I'm like like over a thousand miles away from my desk right now. Where's so uh, what 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 uh, hotel are you staying at? It is a uh, Hampton Inn. Ooh, Hampton Inn, nice. Fancy. It's on. It's on. I'd say it's. Uh, yeah. It's. It's. It's middle. Middle of the uh, road in terms of leisure, but I think on the upper end of, of middle. So it's a. Uh, it's a good place. 
Um, but yeah, the Jag uh, I have the Jaguars at plus four and a half hosting the Dallas Cowboys. So across on the other side of the state of Florida, a little bit north of you, um, the Jaguars are plus four and a half. And they've been also uh, kind of lively lately. And um, it seems like maybe Trevor Lawrence has figured things out. Um, I'm going to look up his stats this year real quick. He was, you know, coming out of college. It was like after his freshman year was probably when his stock was the highest, when he, you know, he could have been like the number one overall draft pick coming out when, when he led Clemson to the national championship. He never got another one in the next two years that he played, but. Mm -hmm. um, He's had to but wait yeah, out he, his college career, basically. Yeah. That's a little bit what happened with Herbert, too. Herbert, if yeah. he had gone out earlier, he also could have been like the number one pick. I mean, he stayed longer and kind of uh, went down, so. Uh, yeah, so um, in five of his four of his last five games, uh, Trevor Lawrence has had a, a plus 106 quarterback rating. He's thrown for did you say plus 106? Yeah, 106 plus uh, quarterback oh. rating. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. quarterback rating at least 100. 100 Oh, okay. uh, six. We're at least 106. <laughs> Maybe it was like mine as opposed to minus one. Yeah, six. he's thrown 20 touchdowns to only six interceptions this year. He hasn't had an interception for the last five games. So he's he seems like he's really turning it on um, at the right time. So I I could see Jacksonville giving. Dallas went for the money. I think it's also another game where Dallas is just trying to get through it. The games that they really want are their division games at the end um, against the Giants, against um, the Eagles, especially Commanders too. So I could see that as a. I, I, I don't necessarily think the Cowboys are going to lose, but I think they could if they don't not really show up. You just think they'll win by like a field goal instead of a touchdown. Yeah. So the so the, yeah the uh, Cowboys the Cowboys last three are the Eagles, at Titans at Commanders. So I guess they played the Giants twice already. Yeah, they played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I I think Dallas is good, but I don't think they're consistently good. How about your second? Ben? I've got um, uh, Philly. Minus nine at uh, the Bears is my second pick. I think Philly is really actually coming, like really playing well now at this point. Uh, I kind of assume that they're going to roll Chicago. It's my, it's my personal guess, at least anyway. Uh, yeah, I think, but yeah, Philly seems to be really actually playing now. Before they were kind of like winning games sort of close and then the last couple of weeks it seems like they have really turned it on so maybe they aren't so much of a fluke but actually are a pretty decent team uh they need to like keep that rolling <laughs> yeah uh, they've won big at least yeah they they had a, so they've won four in a row since they lost to the commanders they won by one point against the colts by a touchdown against the packers so those are pretty close games against 
mm-hmm. fairly mediocre teams. But then they've played playoff contenders their last two weeks. Uh, they beat the Titans 35 to 10, although the Titans seem like they're fading. And they uh, and then they beat the uh, Giants 48-22. So they won the last two games by 51 points total. Uh, 21, and it wasn't like they won one game by 40. Uh, they won both by 25 at least. So mm-hmm. this might be... Um, you know, but this also, yeah, I could see that I could see them rolling against the Bears, but they also have the Dallas game the week after that. So yeah. they could be looking ahead. Uh-huh. That's or, the, have, or just have a letdown after, you know, two big wins. But yeah, kind of, I kind of see them because they, they are a decent running team. Their defense is pretty good as well. Um, those types of teams tend to do well against the Bears. So. Yeah, I can see. I, it. Yeah, I'm I, not so worried about it. I think it's a, for me. It's one of my more confident uh, picks in the last few weeks, at least in the American. Nice. And speaking of uh, confident picks, my last one isn't that confident. None of my. None of, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I. I haven't like, been confident. You set that up. Speaking <laughs> of confident picks, this pick is not confident. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've, this far in the season, I've I've come to realize it's a coin flip every time. And it sounded like he started out like, "Oh, I got this one," and then it's like, "I'm not so sure." And the coin is probably weighted to the other know? side that you pick. Yeah, it's like playing roulette where it's you know <laughs> you think it's fifty percent red or fifty percent black, but there's also those two green things that make it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. not, you don't have 50 50 odds when you play real life and the double zero the zero and i feel like that when we make our nfl picks like it seems like mm. at worst it should be a coin flip but really i don't know somehow it's you know there's they, uh guys in vegas are smarter at this than, than, than we are I don't think I, so, Mike. I, I think I think we've gotten all our picks right. The teams just haven't played what yeah, know, that's true. they're supposed to do. That's not yeah, our fault. Yeah, they've let us. That they can't play football the we've, way they're supposed logically, to. Logically, we've 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 made. I would say we've agreed on most of our picks. I think um, even if, but maybe again that says you know when we both agree, maybe we should go the other way. But I'm I'm. Going back to an over-under pick, which I haven't done for a few weeks, I think. And this is a game that will feature likely two backup quarterbacks, two teams that are have been struggling all year, uh, the Cardinals and the Broncos. Uh, Cardinals will start um, Colt McCoy, probably. The Broncos, probably Brett Rippon. And the uh, over-under is 36.5. And I actually think they're going to make the over on that. This is a, t- this oh. is a very, this is a very uh, <laughs> low number. And the Broncos haven't been scoring much, but they kind of woke up against the Chiefs. Rippon, I think, seemed to, was moving the ball almost as well as uh, Wilson was until that last interception. Maybe, maybe Eric Judy with his tirade kind of um, has woken up. And so, uh, you know, all it has to be is 20 to 17 and it'll be over. And mm-hmm. I think, I think the Cardinals and Broncos together, if they work hard, they can, 
they can they 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 can put that many points together. So well, I guess if well, even if they're absolutely terrible offensively, maybe the defenses get in that vicinity. You know, with with points off turnovers. So yeah, the, that's the Broncos defense, Broncos defense especially. So maybe they yeah yeah. Yeah, so I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, they want it's one of those things where they're going to make it so low because everybody's picking the under. I'm going to go with the over there. So that's, it's that's, probably going to get lower as the week goes on. Yeah, I, I probably should wait, <laughs> but we don't have the we don't have the luxury of waiting. So um, I'm going to go over 36 and a half. How about your last one? So now, well, you didn't quite sound so confident initially, maybe built some confidence uh, <laughs> in your last pick as you were. I, I could talk myself it. into it. I can always talk myself into it. I could have talked, yeah. if you had said, you got to take the under mic. Well, just let me give you the reasons for that too. So yeah, yeah. I could have done. <laughs> well, 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 you had to like seemingly maybe a bit at least build, I'd say, build well, your this, own confidence. This is the time uh, to take the under because they're going to keep lowering it. And uh, yeah, but. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start confident and I'm gonna stay confident in my last pick here. Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa Bay. I don't really need to go into a lot here because I don't think Tampa has anything. There, the Bengals are rolling fading. lately. I yeah. think yeah, Bengals have been playing really well. They've been beating like high quality teams and beating them. You know, at least you know, and like, not necessarily handily, but they've been getting it done. Uh, yeah, and it's only a three and a half point spread. I think it's a team who isn't nearly as strong, but it seems like teams still want to beat Brady. That's what I was going to say. Like yeah, they, like they, um, you know, are okay with a gentlemanly finish. I think they want to actually beat Brady and try to solidify some kind of, you know, superiority at least, or just show that they're on the on the way up as opposed yeah. to, um, you know, not right. So I think, I, yeah. I think that, I think this is one that uh, I'm not worried about right now either. But yeah, you know, I could still be wrong. But yeah, you might think that the other oh, Bengals are nine and four. The team they're playing is six and seven. You know, Bengals are going to overlook the six and seven team because they have, um, you know, big games coming up at the end of the uh, at the end of the year. They have, you know, the Bengals still have to play at New England against the Bills and against the Ravens to close out the season. So those are that's a tough last three games and you can think oh yeah this is this is the game that they would um kind of skip over but it's yeah it's got it's brady and the buccaneers um i think like like you see i think every, every team gives their best shot against brady mm-hmm. and it's kind of like every team gives their best shot against the chiefs it seems like because they're the uh, traditional that way. top favorite so um i th- i think i don't think um cincinnati's gonna overlook and, and and I think uh, Tampa has something to play for. I think they still have the division to play for. So it's not like um, you'd want to overlook them, even though they mm-hmm. play badly. So I think a good, you know, game in nice weather for the Bengals. Uh, you know, I think I think their offense will, will roll. So I, I I I like that pick too, which probably means that uh, Tampa Bay is going to get an upset. I'm 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 uh, I'm, I'm I'm losing confidence. Uh, but you 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 might still have all the great late late uh, game Brady magic or or more like the uh, <laughs> Brock Purdy versus Brady romp from from last week. So <laughs> yeah, that the Tampa's offense just isn't yeah good. Yeah, maybe the defense like maybe it's one of those weeks where the uh, Bengals line collapses and Burrow gets sacked nine times 
That does uh, ha happen sometimes. Or throws so. a bunch of picks like he did against Pittsburgh in the opening week. So who mm -hmm. knows? But I, I, yeah, I think it's. I think well, I think we should go six and zero this this week easily. Um, any other games that look good? Or you see? You? Or well, I'm we? obviously looking forward to the Chiefs game. I just don't like betting on those. Um, yeah, I've I've been burned the last two weeks on the Chiefs. Yeah. And, and this is another one uh, where they should walk through this easily, but they somehow won't. Is just how it seems to be, right? Yeah. Fourteen point favorites on the road against Houston. Um, what do you what do you think about the three Saturday games? Anything three Saturday games? I like that. I I guess they don't they did because college football is not playing on Saturday really right. until the bowl. Uh, season games start but then even the, the but the playoffs are on saturday too I'm, I'm wondering a little bit why they didn't start saturday this past week mm -hmm. because there were no college i guess there was, there was the army navy game that was the only game, yeah. game i guess they don't maybe they didn't want to take away from that but um like, yeah, yeah saturday games, the army navy game cbs usually i think is it and yeah cbs doesn't have it's all nfl network for Saturday yeah. games. Yeah. But that does make the schedule pretty light on Sunday. Yeah, the best or, Saturday game, I guess we would say. Oh, well, no, there's two. There are all the buys. There are no buys this week, so. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, 16 games. That's nice to it have. It is a full slate. They had the last of the buys this past week. Um, I think all the Saturday games look interesting. Colts at the Vikings. The Vikings are you know, not who their record seems to be, but the Colts still have Jeff Saturday and like he's just some dude uh, walking off the street coaching them but yep it seems like the more he's gotten to know his players the worse they've done <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they one win against the uh, Raiders and they almost beat the Eagles but they've kind of <laughs> gone down they got destroyed and then it got worse I think the next game yeah that's a pretty rough yeah so they've they, they beat the Raiders lost to the Eagles by they beat the Raiders by five lost to the Eagles by one lost to the um Steelers by seven so they got worse by six points every uh, those three games mm -hmm. and, then they, and then they created but, but against lost, worse opponents though and they lost to the Cowboys by 35 so. yeah but they rate the um uh Cowboys beat the Vikings by 37 so maybe that means that the Colts will win by two if uh the transitive property works and uh I think we we've about how the transit property does not work in the NFL. Maybe I tried to claim that a few weeks ago, and you said that's not how it works. So. No, it, it's not. But I sometimes sometimes you want to uh, you want to <laughs> believe in the Santa Claus or fairy tale, and then you can you can talk yourself into it. But I don't think the Vikings are that good. And there's Ravens Browns, which will be in, I guess the Browns are favored because I guess they have a <laughs> it's just Sean Watson's going to be quarterback. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that is technically. A game, it's a clear game. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I still, yeah. And uh, the best, I think the best of the three is the Dolphins at the Bills. But, um, the Dolphins really, really need this game to kind of stay in, in the playoff hunt. Yeah, make sure they stay in the playoff. Hunt. So if they lost, yeah, they don't want to two, slip any further. They don't want a three-game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of. Losing streaks, uh, but I hope together uh, we 
have uh, a winning rather than a, I think we, we were 500 this week. So that's been better than uh, a lot of past weeks. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't lose this past week uh, combined. Um, but should, should we uh, wrap things up? Sure. Uh, on that note, on that, on that non-losing note, uh, uh, my, I, as always, and Mike, and Mike Werman, he is Dr. Andrew Scaff. We are the Warning Track Power Hour. Please like and or subscribe to our podcasts or YouTube channel. Um, I heard on actually this little note after, uh, before I wish you a farewell, um, I, I was listening to uh, satellite radio. There's some baseball podcast that uses a version of that. I, he, we together, that kind of, uh, with that, that cadence. And I wonder, really? yeah, I wonder if they listen to us. Cause, I, cause I think, I think, cause I think we originated, um, they, they might be one of our dozen, uh, listeners. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was the called. Our listener. Yeah. <laughs> the repeat guy. <laughs> There's some guy who uh, just listens to every, uh, is a super fan out there somewhere. It's a little like, um, you remember that Frasier episode, Frasier episode where um, Frasier had like, he had an archive of every show he ever taped. And Daphne, I think taped over one of his shows or lost one of the tapes and Frazier was desperate to find a tape of that episode and he like on 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 air he he asked if anybody had taped the show that day <laughs> it, was, it was kind of hilarious like who would tape you know a radio you know psychiatry uh call-in show but uh there was one guy who had uh taped every show and he had this giant wall archive of and like you know the shrine to uh uh fraser and uh fraser was even creeped out uh by it uh despite his sort of um uh, pomposity and <laughs> big head and oh, so we're one and, step closer to that yeah <laughs> and uh self uh self-aggrandizing behavior so that's, a, that's us. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> We're pretty narcissistic, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even our uh, flowing locks and uh, bushy beards. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> well, a uh, little, little diversion there, but uh, on that note, wish you a good day.